What's up? I'm Cassidy. And if you don't know, this is Oh Shoot with Cassidy Lynn, my photography podcast that I just recently started. This is literally the first episode. So welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, If you're watching my YouTube channel, thank you for watching. Um, Before I jump into this, I want to say it feels so weird to talk into a microphone with headphones on. I don't know why this is just so weird for me, but I will get used to it. Um, so yeah, I'm really glad that you guys are here. Um, this podcast specifically is for all things photography. I think in the photography industry, there's such a lack of community and I just want to, um, provide tips and just like community for fellow photographers. If you're not a photographer, maybe you just like the sound of my voice, which that's okay too. I don't know why you would, but you know, that's okay. So yeah, this episode specifically is just like a get to know me episode because I just want everyone to know kind of where I'm at in my photography story and um, yeah, just kind of how I got there. I think that's really important groundwork before we just like jump into all of these photography tips and tricks and all of these stories. Like I just want to be real with you guys about kind of how I got to where I am. Um, Obviously, there's nothing to hide. Like I'm just, you know, here, I'm just a photographer. So yeah, we can just jump right into it. I have my little notes here because I'm a little nervous. This is my first podcast. So I wrote notes, but maybe in the future, I won't need them. And it's actually really funny that I have notes because this is literally a story about me. So I shouldn't need notes, but I wrote them anyway. So um, to start it off, I am 22 years old. Um, I live in Michigan right now. Um, yeah, so I'm 22. My husband is 23. I actually started photography in 2016, which was when I graduated high school and went to college. Um, kind of to backtrack even more than that, I always was a creative person. So, um, in high school I actually did hair. So I was like a hairstylist and I was really into like bridles and weddings. Um, so I kind of was already in the wedding industry before I even started photography, which is just a funny coincidence, I think. So, um, yeah, I've always been creative. Um, and when I went off to college, I knew that I wanted to join the photo team at the college that I was going to. Um, in general, the college has like these jobs that you work, um, in order to keep tuition low. So a lot of people will work like in the kitchen doing dishes and stuff, but I, you know, being the person that I am, wanted to avoid that job as much as possible. So they had like creative alternative jobs that you could interview for. And one of the jobs that you could do was like a photography team. So I was like, I want to interview for this team. I want to um, get on the team so then I don't have to work in the kitchen. So before I attended the college and interviewed, I took one of my friend's cameras and just took some pictures of my sisters. Um, And that was kind of how I built my portfolio. And I interviewed for the team. I literally only had like five good pictures to show. I had some pictures from my friend's camera that I took. And then I took some pictures of my like on my phone of people and somehow like by the grace of God, I made it on this team. I have no idea where I would be if I didn't make the photography team, but they truly had a lot of hope and vision for me that I personally did not have for myself. So that was incredible. Um, so yeah, I made the team 
I wasn't good. I had literally zero experience. Um, I kind of feel like my whole story is um, fake it till you make it. Like, I feel like I faked it for a really long time. And then I actually kind of understood what I was doing. And then I like kind of made it, I guess is what you would say. So this team, I can kind of explain like what the team looked like. Um, So the team consisted of four photographers. Those four um, photographers were students. And then we had like a supervisor or a boss who worked for the college. So we would photograph events, um, lots of indoor stuff with pretty bad lighting, Um, anything like any event that was going on at the college, that's what we photographed, you know? So, um, we also edited all the photos ourselves. Um, so the entire process of shooting, editing, delivering, um, that was all an individual process that we would do. Um, so we shot on Canon 60 D's and 50 millimeters. Um, that was literally all that we would shoot on. And I think having that super minimal gear for me was just like incredible because I wasn't able to rely on like a fancy lens or a fancy camera body. It was like, I had to learn how a camera worked and I had to learn to move to my subject. Um, so I was actually really grateful for having like kind of crappy gear to begin with. It's not crappy, but it's like very basic beginner, um, gear. So I was thankful for that. Um, and also that's why I started on Canon. So I am a Sony person now, but I started shooting on Canon. So I was super familiar with Canon when I first started. So, um, I made the team, right. And I honestly didn't know what I was doing. So a lot of my um, experience was just like self-taught. Like I just had to learn how to do it myself because I was on this team now, but it was like, I don't actually know how to use a camera. Like I made the team, but I like don't know how to shoot. So, um, I decided one day that I was just gonna go around the campus and try out the camera and try out my settings and stuff. Um, and I actually remember not being able to figure it out at all. I thought that I would just be able to figure it out and I couldn't. And, um, I specifically, I couldn't figure out ISO. I was like, what does this do? And there was a guy that walked past me on campus and I was like, Hey, do you know how to use a camera? Do you happen to know what ISO means? And he was like, yeah, ISO is um, a camera sensitivity to the light. So whenever you have your ISO um, high, it's because it's dark out. So if it's super bright out, you want to have your ISO as low as possible. Um, so even just that little trick that that guy gave me, that really helped me kind of understand settings from like a different perspective because I was watching a lot of YouTube videos and I just didn't really get it. Um, so to hear it from someone's perspective of like, oh, if it's a bright out, lower your ISO, like that was so mind changing or like game changing for me. And I didn't even realize it. And I feel like it's such a small thing, but anyway, so I was super self-taught. Um, the first three months of doing photography, I was horrible. Like, I'm just going to say it. I was really bad because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, So we would shoot like a camp that would happen in the winter at the college. And that was when I started to truly understand what I was doing and I started to get better. So that was about three months into me making the team. Um, 
And on the side, when I wasn't doing my assignments, I was actually doing portraits of my friends just to practice. So I would take out my friends. I feel like it was like almost every single time we had free time, we were going out and doing portraits and just like practicing. And I really liked that because I was just getting creative with it. There was no like um, cookie cutter way of doing things. It was just however I wanted to do these photos. So that helped a lot was practicing on my friends. Um, so like I said, when I wasn't on, on the team shooting, I was using my free time and shooting. Um, I truthfully don't know what made my supervisor think that I had like this talent, but like my supervisor at the end of the year ended up asking me to take her position as the leader of the photography team and to be hired on by the college. So that was pretty mind boggling. I didn't really think that I was super good to begin with, but I was like, whoa, like this is going to be crazy. But it was just another one of those instances where you fake it till you make it. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. Like, yeah, I'll go and be the leader of this photography team. And I still don't really know much about photography, but yeah, I'll teach people how to do photography. So, um, I had to do the entire like process of picking the team. So I had to interview for photographers and then I would also have to train them. So I trained photographers on settings, editing, shooting. Um, yeah, it was a lot to handle, but as I was going and like doing this training process and working on the team and supervising the team, I realized that like, I guess I am a leader and I guess I can teach people how to do this because they, these students are where I was last year. So I have a year of experience they don't have. I'm still learning and growing, but these students can learn and grow too and learn from what I've learned last year. So that was a good perspective for me. Um, so I did this position. Um, so it was similar to what I was doing on the student photography team, except I was working full time. So I was working 40 hours a week for the college, um, shooting all of the campus events. So typically it was like, if there was a soccer game at night, I was there shooting it. And then I had a student with me who was also shooting it. So the students were kind of like my second photographers. They were there to learn and get better, but especially at the beginning of the year, I wasn't having them shooting those events by themselves because they just weren't ready yet. So um, a few things that I shot when I worked at the college, sports games, um, concerts. I did a lot of like low light concerts and speaker shots too. So um, if there was ever a speaker on stage, I was grabbing shots of the speaker. Um, I did product photos. I did studio headshots. I did a lot of candids at any event that was going on. I did photos for the camps that they ran. Um, just in general, it was a lot of candids with the occasional headshot or the occasional product photo. So that is how I got into candids was through this job that I had. So once I was promoted or like brought on as the supervisor of this team, I um, started shooting on a Canon 5D Mark III. And the main lenses that I used were the Canon 35mm f1.4 and then the, um, I actually don't know what brand it is, but the 70, a 70 to 200 f2.8. 
So that's like a telephoto super zoom lens. Um, yeah. So I worked this job for three years, September of 2017 to September of 2020. And during that time, I had three different teams of students. So each year as I was training a new team of students, I felt like my teaching got better, but my students just, um, they learned quicker because my, I was better at leading. So that was something that was really awesome for me to learn was just leadership and training and all of that stuff. So, um, uh, if you're listening to this, you're probably wondering like, okay, Cassidy, like we get it. You work this job. How did you get into weddings? Where did that all start? Well, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) So I did my first like fake wedding in 2017. Um, And when I say fake wedding, it was one of my friends and her husband um, put on a wedding dress and he put on his suit and I went out and took portraits basically just like I would at a wedding day. I took photos of them. So that was my first like fake wedding. I did that just to build my portfolio. Thought it would be fun to try like a wedding shoot. I posted that to my Instagram and um, I ended up booking a wedding May of 2018. So I did the fake wedding December 2017. May of 2018 was when I booked the wedding, my first wedding. Um, Oh wait, I'm totally, totally lying. I did my first wedding ever in December of 2017, the same time that I did the fake wedding. Okay, this is all making sense. I don't even know my own timeline. So December of 2017 was when I booked my first wedding, and that was a friend of a friend. Um, And the reason that I booked that wedding was because I posted the fake wedding photos on my Instagram, but also um, one of my friends was just like my biggest advocate. And she like told her friend that was getting married to hire me because I was going to be cheap and I'm new, but I'm also good. So um, December 2017 was my first wedding as a result of those fake wedding photos I did earlier in the year. Um, Then after I shot this wedding, which by the way, my first wedding was literally um, 10 minutes of getting ready, the wedding party, the ceremony, and then bridal portraits afterwards. So I really was only there for like three or four hours. So nothing crazy. Um, so I did this first wedding. I posted it to my Instagram. I was like, Oh, maybe I do weddings now. This would be fun because of that wedding that I shot and posted on my Instagram. Someone that I knew who was getting married in May of 2018 booked me for their wedding. Um, so I think in between that time of December, 2017 to May of 2018, I just got tons of practice. And even looking back at my wedding photos, I can see the huge improvement in that five months because I was still working my job and shooting like every single day um, and just learning and growing in my capabilities. So this was all still up while I was working at the college. I was doing this on the side. Um, So I booked my second wedding May of 2018. And then slowly I just started booking weddings um, I would just post my work. So like I shot that wedding in May, that went on my Instagram a few times on my stories. So I would say for 2018, I booked around five weddings. Um, and all of these weddings were from word of mouth. They were all people I knew. None of them really were from like strangers on Instagram or anything like that. It was just like people who I knew that were getting married or people that knew someone that I knew who recommended me. So 
I feel like that was really important for me was just getting those word of mouth bookings at first because I wasn't super great. So it was kind of like a hit or miss with hiring me. So, and I'll, I knew that I could deliver good photos, but these people didn't know that I could because I didn't have that consistency yet. So at some point in there, I decided to get my own camera. So the first camera that I had um, for myself actually like backtrack was like probably a year before this. And it was the Canon Rebel T7i, I think. And then I had a 50 millimeter. Um, And then at this point, once I started booking weddings, um, I got a Canon 60 Mark II and I got my Sigma 35 millimeter. Um, I actually did not use it much at all because I was able to use the gear that my work provided, which was the college. So I truthfully didn't even like use this camera at all, Um, but I had it, you know, it was there. So then at this point, this is when I took my business seriously. So I got a website. I made myself a $200 Squarespace website and, um, I joined the knot as well, which was important for me because at the time I was working at this college and it was in upstate New York, which is not where I'm from. I don't have like a community base there. So, um, I joined the knot so that I could book more weddings and that ended up being super helpful for me because I booked about 10 weddings in 2019 just from the knot. So that was a huge, um, important aspect to my business and my growth was being on the knot and just getting my name out there. Um, I have mixed reviews on the knot, so I can go over that later, but, um, I, for my first year being in business, it was helpful for me. Um, and then just in general, I would take any wedding that I got so that I could build my portfolio. So I was at the point where I was like, I'm not going to be picky. Like, uh, my prices are pretty low. I'm just going to take whoever I can to build my portfolio. And you know, it worked got lots of wedding photos from it. Um, during this time as well, when I started to make my website, um, this was when Charlie like got a Sony a seven three to help me. So, um, I was booking weddings with, um, second shooters included in them, but I didn't really know too many people that could shoot. And I knew that Charlie was super creative. And so I was like, maybe Charlie can shoot with me and maybe this would be fun. Like, I think he'd be good at this. So, um, he got the a seven three to help me shoot. He basically shot every single wedding that I needed a second shooter for. Um, I honestly can't think of any wedding I've shot without that, like needed a second shooter that Charlie wasn't the second shooter. I don't think there's ever been a time I could be wrong, but anyway, during this time of Charlie getting the a seven three, um, he basically convinced me to switch to Sony, Um, I was able to use this camera one day and I, you know, saw the difference in his work compared to mine with the Canon. And, um, I used it for myself and I was like, okay, this is the way to go. So I switched to Sony. Um, and then during all of this time, um, (laughs) so I feel like this whole timeline is a little confusing, but like basically the entire time that I was working for this college was when I was doing my business part-time while working full-time for the college. And on top of that, I was working on my bachelor's degree. So I was getting um, a bachelor's in digital marketing and advertising through Liberty University Online. So that was a lot to handle, especially once I started to do accounting because accounting is really hard. Um, 
but I made it. I survived. Um, I officially started my LLC in February of 2020. So that really wasn't too long ago. It was almost like a year ago. But um, in 2020, I shot 20 weddings. Um, 2020 was also the year of COVID. And, um, you know, the wedding industry took a big hit. But um, I was able to shoot a lot of outdoor, small, intimate elopements, which I count as weddings. Um, And just to be very transparent with you guys, I made about 70K in 2020 from just my side business, which was huge for me. I mean, that was a really big deal that I was able to make that much money just by myself, like through my own business. Um, also in 2020, March, um, March, 2020, sorry, I, um, got married. So me and Charlie got married. Um, and then fast forward to September of 2020, that was when I decided to go full time with my wedding photography business. Um, we knew that we wanted to move home at some point back to Michigan. So in September of 2020 was when I started to market myself in Michigan. And I knew that I needed to, um, digitally reach my audience in Michigan. So that is when I started to film TikToks and just try to grow my social media so that I could reach the people in Michigan who I wanted to shoot their weddings. So, um, yeah, I grew my social media during that time. We moved home, um, in December of 2020 and, um, yeah, I started doing my business full time at home, um, December, 2020. So I guess it was like January. Uh, yeah. And we have been chilling ever since, ever since I went full time with my business I have seen an incredible growth, not only in um, my client experience, but just like in general things like um, revenue and analytics and stuff. I think that everything for me is improving because I'm able to put 40 hours of my day into my business instead of 15 hours on the weekend and then 40 hours of my time is going towards another job. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. Um, I started teaching people photography and just messing around with photography education this past year. And it's been something that I really like um, because my background has photography education in it. So it kind of makes sense. Um, Yeah. And, you know, fast forward to right now, I'm starting this podcast and now I'm talking on the podcast and we're just full circle, which is great. Um, Yeah, that is my entire photography story. Um, I feel like I could expand on even 2020 and 2021 a little bit, maybe like in another episode or something. Um, But that's kind of how I got started. And I think it's really important to remember that everyone's story and everyone's photography journey is going to be different. For me, I truthfully did not do any second shooting for anybody. I didn't second shoot for anyone that I knew. I have second shot... I've second shot once in my life and I think I've associate shot once or twice. So um, all of my portfolio building has been me shooting for myself, which has been really awesome. So just remember that um, everyone's story looks different. Maybe you are going to get your break in the photography industry through second shooting. Maybe you're just going to trailblaze. I think that maybe might be the right word. Maybe you're just going to trailblaze and just defy all the norms and start your photography business, whatever it is. Um, yeah, just know that you got this and I'm excited for everyone that's listening. I hope that this 
story kind of inspired you to just go out and do the thing and just try it? Um, I think my biggest piece of advice for um, anyone who is like just starting out in photography or is wanting to transition to full time is that you don't know the end result until you do it. And like you, you can't know until you try and you don't want to spend your whole life regretting not trying. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's all that I want to say in this episode, but thank you for listening guys. Um, I have tons and tons of more content coming up. Um, I have literally a whole list from you guys on Instagram. So if you don't already follow me on Instagram, like go do that, go smash that like button. (laughs) No, don't do that. That's so weird. Um, but yeah, um, I really hope that you enjoyed listening. Um, and I hope you continue listening to Oh Shoot with Cassidy Lynn, a photography podcast that is going to rock your world. Hopefully if it doesn't, then maybe it'll just be a nice, um, thing to listen to on your commute. Expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, keep my sanity The wisdom rushing in So much clear